What's up, what's up? Everybody, welcome to episode 144 of Canada Got Souls True to Size. What's going on, everyone, and welcome to True to Size. We are a weekly podcast centered around the wild world of sneakers. I will be your host today. My name is Lawrence Hopkins, and I am joined by the rest of the team at Canada Got Soul, Mr. Joel Hernandez. Yo! Mr. Alvin Martinez. Yo! And okay. Bars. second rhyme of the night. Let's oh, go. baby. Get that money is the motto. Kruger is the mascot. Ooh. If you play hide and seek with him... Just know you're going to get your ass caught. Ah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I love it. You can't leave, leave his name off a list when you're talking Toronto. Oh, geez. Say what up to our boy, Jaron. You know him from Parlor 23. <laughs> what's up? What's up? That was nothing but bars. Fire, bro. Jaron, thank you for being here, man. It's been a long time coming. We've been talking. You always listen to the podcast. I mean, appreciate that. And you always message us and talk to us. We've known you for... I think it's like a wow. deceivingly long amount of time. Like we've been all obviously doing the sneaker conventions together for forever. So I mean, five years with the shop. Prior yeah. to the shop, yeah, we knew you prior to the shop. I feel from like, we like did. I, I'm sure from faces just being yeah, around yeah. and buying stuff in my prior employment and, yeah, and you know yeah, that yeah, sort for of sure. thing. Yes. But, but we weren't homies. Like, now we're you know now we're like brothers, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Now he's texting me asking what size underwear. <laughs> I wear. No, you asked. Are you talking undies? And I said, okay, well, yeah. I did bring it up first. <laughs> Anyways, we've got a fantastic show this week. For the third week in a row, we're joined by an owner of a sneaker store. That was an accident. Just for everybody listening, that was really not on purpose but it's kind of cool um so before we get down and dirty with jaren we're going to run through our weekly segments that include an update <laughs> on the warren lotus versus nike saga because it's not going away anytime soon then jaren is going to lose I, I mean he's going to play our favorite game 21 questions we'll we'll and our new favorite game how much is that then we're going to get jaren's soulography before we are learning about how he started his sneaker spot mm. what keeps him going and when he'll let me keep his Dior Jordan 1s. But first, Joel. Whoosh. Fire round. Yes, the fire round. We like to start every show with a quick hitting question from you, our listeners. And this week's question comes from, for the second week in a row, Harrison Koo, H-Koo, Inc. He's gunning for that fire. title. He's eh? gunning for the three-peat. Yeah, man. Next week would make it a three-peat. And he says, this is another, last week it was like shape pet peeves. Mm. So he's getting very like down the rabbit hole of like sneaker questions. <laughs> like, I don't know if he's we're running out of stuff to talk about. Um, but now he's saying, do you have a favorite lace? <laughs> so you've got oh, flat, you've got okay, round, yeah. you've got super fat, flat, you've got rope waxed, you've got 3M roped in boots, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He says he thinks the general consensus is probably going to be flat, but... Mm -hmm. We'll see, I guess. Yep. Got a couple skater boys here, so who knows? Um, for me, I'm going to go with... I'm not going to include myself in skater boy. I take that back. <laughs> I was go. looking around yeah. the room. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't me. Jaren's like, where's the other one? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with... It's got to be round for me, like SB laces. I think that any shoe looks better with SB laces, um, like round laces. I don't do it all the time, but I do often switch a lot of my Nike sportswear dunks to round laces because I feel like... Gives it a better feel and overall like finish to the shoe. So yeah, short and sweet. I'm gonna do round laces for me, definitely. But I, I'm just wondering what what kind of round laces? 
like regular SB laces, like the Kevlar like, laces. But like, so like the, 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 the half round The half round, yeah. Okay. Not the okay. round round okay. like rope. That's what yeah. I, I was guess wondering. It would be. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. The, it's like the Kevlar, like the pinched tapered edges. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's like chubbier in the middle. Yeah. 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 Kind of like oval. me, like tapered on the edge, but a little bit chubbier in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alvin, what about you? Uh, for like the runners and stuff, I definitely, oh, damn, no, I don't. <laughs> I, 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 uh, a mixture of both, to be honest. Uh, depending on the shoe, I like round, like on the New Balance 580s, round looks dope. Um, but also flat does too, but just depends on my mood, I guess. So you don't know. (laughs) I have no clue. That was a hard question, H. Koo. Like, dude. I think it depends it. a lot on the shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it also depends on the era you're talking. Do you remember when rope laces were like the biggest yeah. thing? Like yeah, everyone yeah. was buying rope laces yeah. and putting them in everything? Like mm-hmm. it depends on like when you're asking the mm-hmm. question. Yeah, too. for like Jordan 1s, I like the wax flat lace. Yes. I don't have any. But just gives it that but they look, look. they look cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not so much the leather, but the wax I can yeah, get yeah. with. Yeah. yeah. Uh Joel, what about you? Favorite lace option? Oh man. Just like just like with what 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 Alvin was saying, like it all depends on like the shoe, the sneaker. Um like for example, like for runners for me, it's 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 gotta be I gotta stick to like the the flat laces. The purest and Joel um, won't yeah, let it, but so, won't let it switch over. But then when I s- step into like like the old school kicks, like the Puma suede and whatnot, that's that's a no-brainer. That's got to be like the super fat, fat super laces. Right super fat. Um, SB laces do look dope on runners. Yeah. Like I fucked around with like the white laces like on, on like any any runner. And it just – the way that it – when you lace it up because I tie mine in a bow, mm-hmm. the way that it just sits, it sits perfectly. It's, like, you yeah, know what it's I mean? fluffy. Yeah. So it's it looks <laughs> so dupe. Like, so, so, so good. Super dupe. Yeah, super dupe. <laughs> so dupe, bro. So dupe. But yeah, man. Um, but yeah, it all depends on – on the sh- on the sneaker, the silhouette, um, time like you like you said, like <laughs> rope laces were the shit. Three M laces, yeah. Three mm-hmm. M rope laces were the yes. shit. Like even when um when 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 Ronnie was like messing around with with Kit. Uh huh. So, but yeah. yeah. I remember when rope laces were like everything. Like yeah, every man. shoe, everyone would put rope laces in it. Flying it, trainers and racers. You always had to yeah. switch to the rope laces. That was whew, what a time. Uh, <laughs> Jaron, what about you? Favorite kind of lace? Yeah, I hate to sound like a broken record, but pretty yeah. much what you guys said goes for me too. Um, especially with you, Lawrence, like going back to like the SP sort of half round lace. That mm-hmm. is definitely my priority for any sort of dunk. Um, what I do like actually, which is uh, a rope lace, I guess, is uh, I got the Chinese New Year dunks. The all red ones. I don't know if you've seen. Yeah, that posted yeah, 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 yeah. It's very ago. ropish. Yeah. A good homie of mine, Johnny Tang, designed those Scarborough Legends. Uh, lived in China and uh, did some design work mm-hmm. for Nike out there, and uh, he killed it. I, I didn't think I'd enjoy the red lace, like the, mm-hmm. the rope lace, to match the red of the shoe, but it just it goes hard, and it's a little different than the dunks typically yeah. come with the uh, the extra lace. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Travis dunks too with the with the rope lace. Yeah, like those that. are. That's like I've almost like some, a string. I've almost, seen some pairs right? though that that like factory came super loose, and it's like. A half an inch wide, really, and wow. like straight out of the box. So you know, there's an exception, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd go with the same as yourself, huh? I love laces. <laughs> Crazy. I have a box of laces. I, I just does extra. everyone have a box of laces? Oh, yeah. Like you oh, got yeah. it, yeah, with the bags too. Yeah, Joel yeah, yeah, just has the them just like pre like friggin' ironed, laying there ready for him <laughs> to. He can't re- scrinkle it up. It's got to be perfect at all times. Um, Sk- if, sorry, no, Sk- go skateboard Lawrence. Did you ever wear? Uh, <laughs> did you ever wear a, a lace at your belt? I did. Of course okay. I did. Bro. I see you're a skater. Bro. Okay, I'll give you the slide. Oh, then. yeah. Cool. Bro, you should have seen in high school. Was that just a skater thing or was it? On my feet. <laughs> on your feet. Okay. I don't you know. You wore a belt was... on your foot? Or no, you no. Wore... The, rope, the rope laces around like the bottom of your Oh, pant. yeah. 
kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'll show you pictures of me in high school, Jaren. You will be shocked. And around my neck. <laughs> Jaron will be shocked to see what I look like in high oh, school. Shit. If you would like to submit a question for the fire round and have us answer it on the pod, please shoot us a message on Instagram or email us at CanadaGotSoul at gmail.com. Next up is the CGS picks. Each week we all pick an upcoming sneaker to analyze, dissect, and give our thoughts on. Then we decide if it's poop, scoop, whoop de whoop, or Alvin's trademark phrase. Burkut. And this week, by random draw, the biggest skater boy goes first, so that's me. <laughs> Because I picked the biggest <laughs> skater boy shoe. And my pick this week is uh, a couple of picks, actually. So it's a pack that's allegedly, it's rumored, but there's a lot of real in-hand photos of this shoe from very reputable people. So it's got to be a real thing. In early 2021, we're getting a low-top version of the iconic High Cut Supreme Dunk. That's it. I don't know what else to say. Um, Yeah, like the Supreme Dunk. High came out in, what was it, 03-ish, I want to say, in the red, orange, and baby blue, UNC blue. They shelved it for a while. You know, the croc print had to manifest in somebody's mind for a while. Mm. And now it's 2021, dunks are the shit, and we're getting four more in none of the same colors, which is the only saving grace for me. I I do like that they're switching it up. So it's one of those shoes that I don't think needed to release um, I prefer this. I don't know if this is going with the alleged Jordan 1 that was rumored to be coming out. They mm. were supposed to be doing a Jordan 1 croc print with the stars. I don't know if they're still doing that. Maybe they're doing this instead. I think this is a better idea because the Jordan 1 is just like hype machine on top of hype machine on top of hype machine and you don't need to do that. Yeah. Mm. So the dunks actually make sense in that sense. But uh, yeah, so they're doing a black a maroon burgundy a lime green and a like blue like royal blue um in the low cut dunk the my favorite of the four is quite obviously for anybody who has ever heard me the speak black. is the <laughs> yeah obviously. the black and white is like i wear with everything <laughs> give me that volt lime green all day it's probably going to be the least popular which makes it easier for me to get um so yeah i'll definitely try for them the burgundy kind of hits pretty nicely too i like that for fall but uh yeah, I'm still kind of undecided. The tongue looks well done. Like, it looks properly stuffed because in a lot of the recent SBs, it's been kind of hit and miss with the stuffed tongue and the mm-hmm. pad collar and stuff. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if they actually even come out because I know there was a sample of this shoe in the actual low-cut version of the original release that came out some time ago when we never got to see that, see the light of day. We'll see. It's it's very early. I was tentative to even pick this as my pick because it's still technically a rumor for me until supreme or nike confirm it but i'm optimistic that i'll be able to be wearing a lime green supreme dunk low sometime in early 21 so we'll call them uh for now a scoop i don't want to go whoop-de-whoop on a shoe that might not come out uh joel what do you got okay so what i got is the hold on a second is the the nike overbreak baroque brown (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so are you, that's what I got. Are you sure? Do you want to change your answer? No, no, no. That's that's what I got. Okay. That's what I got. Like I saw these things and I was like, "What the fuck are these?" Like you know, I'm looking at them and it's it's like you know, okay. So the the upper, let me let me describe it to you. So the upper is like a, it, it's like a, a running shoe kind of thing. Um, it's got it's brown. It's got like a purple swoosh. It's it's uh, it looks like a Bruin. Like a Nike Bruin, mm-hmm. like if I were to look at it, um, the swoosh kind of overlaps, so it sticks out, kind of thing, like a like a I don't know off white, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but yeah, but the 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 midsole though, it just 
I don't know, man. Like it's it's big. It's huge. It's hefty. So the way I thought about it is is if you were like wearing a Nike Bruin and you're walking through the forest <laughs> and you step in mud and your foot you know when your foot squishes in mud just just makes that sound. Makes that fart. And then you, you yeah. pull it out and this is what it looks like. It, it looks, looks like, like a this. bunch of mud stuck to your mud outsole. Mud stuck to your outsole, oh, like on your shoe. It looks like good grip, though. The but mud. it looks like good grip. It looks yeah. super comfy. <laughs> but, like, you know, I don't know. It's very on trend with the current times. Yeah. The chunky, chunky, chunky midsole. Mm. I think yeah. it's called the IPSA. No. Oh, yeah, ISPA. ISPA yeah. Uh, overreact kind of thing. ISPA. ISPA. But I'm not, I'm not messing with it, though. You're not down. It's a no. poop. After all that? Yeah. Oh, man. Jeez. I Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry, guys. But yeah. So, sorry, Ispa. Sorry, Ispa. <laughs> um, Alvin, do you have something that you actually like? Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. It drops November 17th. In case anyone in wants case to. Anybody in wants case the, you want the mud yeah, shoe. Baroque brown overbreak. <laughs> in case you out. don't want to impress Joel, <laughs> yeah, you can buy those. Check it out, man. Tag me in your picture. He'll <laughs> <laughs> comment. How do yeah. I unlike this? <laughs> <laughs> you comment a thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> Alvin, what do you have that you actually like? Uh, so I got the... Bright yellow Adidas X Pharrell Human Racer mm-hmm. uh, NMD. Um, it just honestly makes me think of like a Kill Bill, the movie. Yeah. Just because the yellow and then the sock liner is black. Um, so this is part of a pack that they had. Um, the the stitching where it's it says human race is in a Hindi dialect. Oh. Whereas the other two were Chinese and Korean, if yes, I'm not mistaken. Correct. Um, honestly, it's all yellow shoe. It's it's a Pharrell NMD. Like I personally like those better than the regular NMDs, mm-hmm. just because of the midsole and how it, it shapes the shoe. Um, yeah, these drop November seventh. Uh, USD of two twenty, so that's like two sixty Canadian, if I'm not mistaken. Steep. Yeah, uh, it's a good it's a good price. But um, unfortunately, though, these are just going to be a super cute, just because I'm trying to be smart. Yeah, you can tell us all about why you're trying to be smart during previously in kicks. <laughs> yeah. You say that every week, though. Yeah, we all say that every week. True. I, think. I hear yeah. you. I, yeah. Did you see the other colors in that pack? There's the there's a pink one. It's like a pink, pink lemonade. One crazy. So good. That's that. Crazy I, I might go for that one just because pink. Baby pink has it's close to my heart, especially for October. You know what goes mm. with pink is olive. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> Jaron, what's your pick? My pick is the Jordan 1 Black Metallic High. Yes. Uh, it's a personal favorite for me. Not not the high, so don't get it twisted. I like the 03 Mid. Mid. mid which yeah. a lot of people, I know that's a stigma lost me, around yeah. the mid. <laughs> but that's, me. that's just anymore. it. I don't know. I, I, I love the UNC. I love mm. the like the Chicago colorway of the mid. Um, I'm actually just missing the UNC for the low or for the for the toddler sizes. Oh. So I'm just putting that out there. Anybody Somebody. that's got the UNC toddler size one. Please hit me up because I got the other two, but I really need that one. But back to my pick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it comes out at the end of the month. Um, it's a little bit different. The last one that came out that was similar was in 2013, mm-hmm. and it had like a white sole. Yes. Yeah. Gum bottom. Mm. Super nice. Um, go for a whole bunch more than the mid and going for a whole bunch more than the high that's dropping. But yeah, it, it, it's a very nice shoe. It's just the, the top with the sort of gold. Uh, was that the gold toe one, or is that a different one? That's a different That's one. That's a different one, it, right? It, yes. It looks just like this one, but it's got a white and gum. Just the so it's yeah. clean. Ah. It just it threw me yeah. off because I, I still like the silhouette of You're of used a, to the, mid. yeah. I don't know. No other mids, just the patent leather mids. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'm a little worried for it because 
Right the older the, the, <laughs> the, the older patent leather stuff, I find that when you wear it and it cracks, especially yeah. like a Jordan One patent yeah. leather toe, like it, it just looks stupid to me on a mm. new shoe. But when you kind of wear something that that you expect to look worn or beat, it looks it like fits. it's been worked yeah. in, you know. Yeah, yeah. So the newer stuff just cracks and looks like garbage. But we'll we'll mm. see. I'm gonna try to get them for sure and and see what happens. So I, I I'd say it's a super cute because super cute. I'm a mid super guy. Cute. Don't yeah. tell anybody. <laughs> Don't tell Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> we should be recording this episode. Where do you mute? How do you? <laughs> I'm you're cut. On, you're on timeout. That's it. The interview's over. Anyways, that's two good picks this week. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Next, next up, this week in kicks. This is the part of the show where we discuss the current headlines and happenings in the world of sneakers. And yes, as I mentioned at the top, the Warren Lotus saga just will not end. It's not ending. It's Man. not going away. This is the probably the story of the week for the rest of 2020, maybe into 2021, but we'll see. So as we all know, our buddy Warren was hit with a big old fat cease and desist from Nike after he pre-sold his fake, I mean, inspired by lookalike dunks um, to the masses. And then Nike was like, wait, hold up. No, no, thank you. I don't know if you guys saw today. Sidebar. He tried to blame some of it on Jeff Staple. What? Which is insane. So that's the sidebar. Yeah, we'll we'll get to it at the very end. But yeah, that's okay. we'll we'll preface this. Um, so last week, Warren took to Instagram to address the issue. Um, he had a lot of bullshit excuses for why he was literally copying the dunk, but we'll keep that to the side. I don't want to give him too much press. Um, and he's offering his customers um, an alternative to the pair that they originally purchased. So I guess that means we know who won the lawsuit. But uh, so instead of the either the Stussy or the Heineken, you can get this Reaper looking thing that's a little bit more of a unique design but it's still on a dunk silhouette um and that's what he offered to the people who purchased the other two shoes that are now being blocked by nike nike still said no (laughs) i didn't know this until today but nike they were not happy with this uh alternative that he gave people and nike was still like actually no that one's still not okay because the midsole and the shape and everything is still very still dunk-like. Dunk. Yeah. It still gives off the impression that it is trying to be a dunk, which it is. If you look at the picture, uh, I don't recommend doing it because I vomited several times after I did so. <laughs> but uh, if you have a strong stomach, unlike me, then take a look. I'm not a fan of them. But uh, yeah, they've hit Warren Lo- Lotus, Mr. Lotus, we'll call him, uh, with another claim saying that the replacement sneaker is still too much like the Nike Dunk. And they're blocking that one, too. Good. Hopefully, they just keep blocking him into oblivion, like a whole Matumbo situation. But yeah, so today I saw on on Complex, in his like statement of like reply, he said that when he partnered with Jeff Staple, he assumed Jeff Staple was acting as like an agent or like a spokesperson for Nike. But he's like, yeah, he's like, but Jeff Staple said it was basically saying, but Jeff Staple said it was okay. That's basically, and then he was like. Using it as like a defense. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what Jeff Staples said. More now more than ever, it doesn't matter what Jeff Staples said. So Jeez. yeah. So Warren Lotus is a dick bag of all dick bags yeah. to me. Anyways, <laughs> ne- next next up, previously in kicks. This is the part of the show where we review our latest pickups and recap the latest happenings in our sneaker lives. Joel, what's new for you in the last week? Uh, I don't have anything but that's, Alvin does. That's false. You're wearing it on your head top. Oh yeah, right sorry, now. sorry. <laughs> it just came in today. Like it was like I ordered it last night and and it just showed up at my door today. But yeah, Magically. it's the it's the Typhoon um Typhoon Goni um relief fund uh, by still doing it. Uh half the proceeds went to uh the relief fund. Uh shout out still doing it. Um but yeah, 
the Nike. It's the it's the Nike. Yankee. Is the Yankee fitted with the uh, with which the underbrim did you choose? Gray, the gray, gray. The gray underbrim. I think there's some still available if you're listening. Sure. Take yeah, a look yeah, and yeah, sure. I think the peach, the peach and the pink, peach are, still and the pink are still available. Peach and the pink are still available. Yeah. yeah, I'm a fan, unofficial mm-hmm. Filipino, so I may uh, pull the trigger. <laughs> you should do it, man. <laughs> I think I will. Um, Jared, anything for you in the last couple weeks? You could say last year, and I'm going to say no. Really? I personally have not bought a pair pairs, of shoes for yeah. my personal. feet in over a year. Damn. I'm nice, trying to think bro. of the last pair, and I honestly can't. I, I did. <clears> I got a pair of blazers last week, which I thought were suede when I saw them online. They're actually velvet. Oh. Cool. I don't know if you saw. I think they're Kevin Bradley's. They're like the, the blazer highs. They're red. They're SBs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the invert pack? Yeah. 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 So I, I, I really like the image of them. And I ran downtown, I scooped them, and then I was like, shit, these are like, not like what? A, a satin kind of, like, <laughs> oh. I don't know. Yeah, so I, I might wear them. That's the only pair. Obviously, it didn't increase in value. It's just something that I, I thought that I would really like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I skate blazers, so True. I need to. I can skate that fancy-looking shoe. But, <laughs> I mean, lots for the shop, lots for the kid, just uh, myself personally, nothing, yeah. nothing new. Um, boring guess. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of money on shoes. Yeah, in the yeah. Last week, if you want to know Purchased that, a lot of shoes for yeah, others. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lots for the kid. Yeah. So. Tons for the kid. This, we'll <laughs> yeah. get into that later, but yeah, yeah there's yeah. tons for the kid. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing. Oh, something for me, I lied. It also came today. So I bought the uh, kind of on impulse, the Supreme North Face like side bag. Like mm-hmm. it's like a cross body kind of bag. And it was going to be, I was going to use this as a laptop bag or like a vacation bag, like a beach bag. And I got it in and it's like smaller than this laptop sitting in front of me. Shit. So it's cool. Like it's bright. It's really cool. I'll still maybe use it for photos. Um, but <laughs> for the strap. Literally yeah. for the strap. Yeah, yeah, I'll wear it as a belt. I don't know. But, uh, Ooh. but uh, yeah, so that's all I picked up. It is cool. Like I love the, I mean, Supreme and the North Face always do good stuff. Yeah. So I It's was a belt a, with a pocket, bro. There you go. You're good. We're, we're you fit to, everything in there except for a laptop which is what i wanted to fit in there in the first place <laughs> anyways yeah and it's also was purchased like a vacation beach bag so maybe like a phone wallet situation no i can't fit it that underwear <laughs> laptop, i could fit beach. i could to the beach. Yeah, yeah i could fit underwear in there for sure that might be all i could fit go, in there if you get wet you're good there you go size small extra small <laughs> extra small <laughs> you can return them extra small <laughs> uh alvin uh, nothing for you. Let's skip it. Um, <laughs> Alvin, what have you picked up in the last seven days? Uh, today, oh. which is what's today? Thursday. Thursday. Um, I met up with the homie Ethan Ethan White at Ethan White on Instagram. Um, I bought a pair of Air Max ninety volts, the Volt one. Mm-hmm. Like back in the day, I just we just never met up, and then today we finally met up, and he also graced us with. Uh, Empl- I don't even know if I can say you this right said now, it. but I already said it. <laughs> it started with employee. <laughs> but shout out to Ethan for hooking us up with some uh, some employee Nike employee masks. Yes, it's, it's, they're cute, man. They got Kinda like cool. the the small swoosh, so it's not overbearing. It does not doesn't go across your face, so I like it a lot. Um, and I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no. I was uh, gonna. I was like, all right, if you don't want it. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, 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 I was able to procure my dream whip. Um, shout out to my boy Davon. Uh, he just he hooked it up for real, or else I really wouldn't have gone for it. Um, and yeah, so I got a Jeep Wrangler. Been wanting that for like years now. Mm-hmm. Wrangled that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. yeah, bro. Yeah. And literally, like, 
it, it tripped me out because like he was like, "Yo, you better wave when you drive by other yeah, wranglers." You got to do the yeah. thing, right? And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Not thinking it was an actual thing. And then first one. I started getting a wave. I'm like, "Yo, oh, this yeah. is sick!" <laughs> wow. Yeah. You guys so are like stupid. today, I waved like ten times <laughs> oh. to random people with other. You're like, gonna have a bigger bicep soon. Nice. Oh, bro, trust yeah. me. Are you gonna put like the 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 L and then the zero 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 <laughs> and then the L like that little thing in your bio that looks like a Jeep grill? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you probably have not, a, no. No, you're not going to go that far. But I might start another IG. (laughs) (laughs) No, I won't, but yeah. Mr. Jeep Mart. (laughs) We'll work on that. (laughs) Congratulations. We're all very happy for you. You've been, you wouldn't shut up about a Jeep for years. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Finally, you can move on to something else. (laughs) No, I'm still going to talk about that shit. Yeah, now he's going to talk about the stuff he's going to buy for it. it. Just don't invite us to any of your Jeep meets and stuff. Like we don't want to go to that. Yeah. Keep we'll that see. life separate. When the top comes off, Lawrence yeah. is going to be okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, when the soft top drops, then I'll be in there. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, thumbs up, thumbs down. In this part of the show, we give our opinion on various sneaker-related topics with zero context or discussion. All we're allowed to say is thumbs up or thumbs down. Have you guys seen? It's like a little silicon piece that people slap on the bottom of their outsole of the shoe so that when they wear them you can take it off it's almost like a like a skin for your car or a phone case for your phone like they have those little screens or like a screen protector screen but protector, for the, for the yeah. bottom of your phone for the or for the bottom of your shoe sorry little piece of silicon plastic that you yeah. can rip Close off afterwards yeah, yeah it's like a like, sticker it's yeah. like a sticker but for the outsole so you can wear them take it off it still looks dead stock Thumbs up, thumbs down to sole protectors. I think that's what they're called. That's what yeah, we'll call them. Right. Sole protectors. Alvin. Down. Joel. Super down. The reseller. Super, super down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> down for me, too. <laughs> Next up, NSR. We talk about sneakers a lot. So in this weekly segment, we're going to take 30 seconds out of the show to discuss something completely irrelevant to the world of sneakers. And we've got three dads at the table. Mm. Oh. And a daddy, huh? <laughs> Sad. And, and I want to know, because we're all getting up there a little bit, some less than others. What is one old person thing that you do? Like everyone has like old person tendencies, like like yeah, some old person shit that you just do or like you're into or whatever. What's one thing? <laughs> uh, it's scary that Alvin's laughing about. <laughs> um, for me. It's talk radio. Like when I'm in the car, it's either like my own phone or like 680 News. And 680 News only has really like a 12, 15 minute rotation of news and segments. And I just hours I can listen to the same. I hate radio music so much that I would rather listen to talk radio like 680 News, even sports talk radio, which is a little bit less old manish, but still kind of like kind of stupid. But yeah. It's talk radio for me and just news in general. Like I've been watching uh, CNN for like days now. But yeah. uh, Alvin, what about you? Old man stuff. <laughs> when I'm talking to Kaya or like trying to teach her a lesson or if she's not being patient, I'll just be like, patience is a virtue. Oh. Or like, though, you know, those sayings like like yeah. that old people <laughs> cheesy stuff, yeah. like the cheesy shit. And I'm just like, why the fuck did I say that? <laughs> where did I even learn that? Yeah. <laughs> or like because like there's so many times where she's like, daddy, I want it. I'm like, just wait. You know why? She's like, no, why? Because patience is a oh. I'm like, what the? So I'm like trying to catch myself now, just not being an old guy. But... Are you saying like the corny old guy parents? <laughs> yeah. Oh, forever. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. But it's going to come out again. I guarantee it. Oh, 100%. Fuck. Mm. I feel like you're going to start saying it to me. <laughs> now, son. <laughs> 
Uh, Joel, what about you? What's an old man thing that you find yourself doing? Oh, man. Um, Joel just Mar- one. Just one. Yeah, okay. Because I, I got a lot now, <laughs> well, I was going to say, you got a couple probably. Okay, so what, what happens is I, I, I fall asleep, like, fast. <laughs> like, I'll just be talking, and all of a sudden I just pass out. And, and Joe Mar's like, Papa, you're snoring. Like, oh, wake up. Like, you know, it happens. Like, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know. It's, you I just sleep. Old. Yeah, like I'll just, that. just be talking. We're just watching TV or something, and so all of a sudden, I just like nod <laughs> just out. Pass out. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, you know, I can catch my, I can catch my snore. Like, everyone, like that. I'm like, oh fuck, catch it. Yeah, like you know what I mean. I'm like, oh shit. I want to get to that level where I can just sleep old. on demand, like a snap. All right, yeah. bedtime. That's what I mean. I'm kind of jealous of that. Yeah, that that's pretty good. Yeah, man. like I'm jealous of how quick you can fall asleep. <laughs> that's yeah. yeah. Old man jealous of other yeah. old man <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even you, fall asleep. I can't. I'm not peeing five minutes. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Jaron, what's an old man? Man, daddy oh, thing that you find yourself my son, doing. My son is about two and a half, and ever <laughs> since he was born, I've noticed I got a weird grunt. That, a grunt? That wasn't there prior. And it, it's not like I'm just grunting because I can't breathe. Like it's a like, caveman? I'll <laughs> bend down to get something, like or trip over one of his toys and go to me. And, oh. <laughs> Kind of like that. And it, it's, you hit us it's with that one more time so I, we can no, hear it? That's, that's the only imitation oh, okay. I've ever done. Yeah. It's pretty accurate. But <laughs> but I, I always like almost say to myself out loud, like, what the hell was that? <laughs> and it's not like I'm in pain. It just comes from the air going to my mouth when I'm trying to stand up after picking up a toy. I stub my toe on it. You'll be there when you have a son. Yeah, I was close, yeah. but it's a little deeper. It's okay. It's a little that, more that's, like that's probably from the diaphragm. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. From after having a child, I I can't, I don't get it. But all right. Um, <laughs> next up, errors, edits, and e messages. We're pretty smart guys, but from time to time we make mistakes. So if you catch us slipping, hit us in the DM, and we'll let the world know that we goofed. So not one specifically, but we posted our first episode of Stacks mm. last week on Friday, and immediately started getting flooded with messages. We posted it on Instagram as well, and like. So much love was sent our way. So just to everyone who commented or showed support or reposted or whatever, like, thank you guys so much for supporting it. We're doing another one. If it's not out already, you'll see it very soon. Um, But yeah, we love all the support. We love all the messages. If you have any ideas for themes that we can do, uh, please let us know. But uh, yeah, we really enjoyed it and we're happy that everyone enjoyed it too. We said that if you guys didn't like it, we wouldn't continue it, but that was a lie. We were going to keep going regardless <laughs> <laughs> because we don't care what you like. We just do, we just do what we like and if you like it, that's a bonus. Um, and then it was also, so not quite an EEE, but something I thought I would mention because it's being floated by somebody who's close to us. So Chris Chu hit me up yesterday good friend of the show and he called me he called me that's how you know it's that's, a, that's you want to talk about serious. old man tendencies <laughs> chris yeah, called me yeah. on the top I, my phone rang i was like what's it doing <laughs> why is it still ringing how do i answer this why phone? is it still <laughs> vibrating after <laughs> anyways so uh he called me and he was like yo i have this idea and i was like all right shoot and he's like what if we do a sneaker draft he's like what if we just get a bunch of really cool sneaker heads prominent people throw it up on zoom and we do like a draft for like a certain theme of sneaker just for fun, just for literally absolutely nothing. He was like, you can get like a bunch of Jordan heads, like some big Jordan heads. We'll get like uncle Scott, like other huge Jordan heads, do a huge zoom call, have a big board where you can put the picks and everything. We'll draft for like picks who gets to pick first. And you literally just draft like you're starting like 10 top 10 Jordans and just for fun and post post it on youtube just to see like because if you go 10 deep and you have like eight people on a zoom call and you get to like the 80th jordan 
you're gonna have to oh, choose man. some shit. Like yeah. there's gonna be some garbage yeah. on your team. So you're gonna have to really think about it. And it could just be fun and you could do like an SB one and we have Jaron on and we have like a bunch of SB guys who are like really into SBs and you start drafting like Nike SBs and it'll literally just be with like a bunch Warren of Warren Lotus Dunk. <laughs> That would be on the fake. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a, do a fake episode fakes, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like vapes and all that. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was just something that Chris was floating for all the listeners. If you think that's something you'd be interested in tuning into, let us know because we can make it happen asap. Facts. But yeah, I think that would be really cool. Yeah, that sounds man. like it would be a pretty fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. But enough talking about Chris Chu. We're done with him. We got another guy here. Joel. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Jaren. Jaren is here. Jaren's been listening for. Remember how one time Alvin mentioned on the podcast? I think it was actually on, damn it, Chris's podcast. Um, Chris asked, like, how did you know when you made it? And Alvin was like, when people who we didn't think would be listening would hit us up and be like, yo, I listened to this. This is mm-hmm. dope. Jaren would have been one of those people where, like, he posted it and I was like, oh, fuck, Jaren even listens. Like, yeah, even Jaren listens. Like, it was cool yeah. to me. So, if you don't know, Jaren is from uh, the, the co, uh, sorry, the founder of a shop um, in Toronto on the Danforth called Parlor 23. He's been listening for a long time. He's been a friend of the show for a long, long time. Long, and long time. He's yeah. going to get. Absolutely demolished by 21 Gestions right now. <laughs> Yo, he's nervous, bro. I can see uh, it in his sweaty face. palms. He should I got be. Pitters. I'm like, he should be. His shirt's three. He's wearing a white t-shirt. It's see-through right now. <laughs> it's his nips. White Peter, don't I worry. I didn't know. I thought ahead. Fresh white Peter. I didn't know you had all those tattoos. Any? <laughs> Are you ready? I think so. The answer was no. Sorry. That's <laughs> your first answer incorrect. Oh, no. <laughs> Question number one, air or boost? Air. Question number two, crew socks or no shows? No shows, but I'm wearing crews. Oh, that's oh. confusing. <laughs> I, yeah, I fucked up. That's today. a good way to go around yeah, the question. I, I'm honest, guy. <laughs> <laughs> question number three, red or blue? Red. Question number four, pineapple on pizza? Hell yeah. Ah, yeah. let's end it right now. Question number five, who was Canada's prime minister before Justin Trudeau? Stephen Harper. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hate that guy, too. Guy. Everyone hates that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Question number six. Do you even skate, bro? Sometimes. <laughs> Question number seven. Laces tied tight in a bow or hanging loose? I like loose, but I'm guilty of tight. Oh, my. He's just you know gonna what I'm pick, saying? He's going to pick both for everything. <laughs> yeah. Don't say you know what I'm saying. I'm not a hater. Right? I'm not a hater. Right? <laughs> I'm just a stupid nodding. <laughs> Question number eight, dunk high or dunk low? Dunk high. Question number nine, glow in the dark or 3M? 3M. Question number 10, favorite sneaker brand that's not Nike or Jordan? Henderski. Ooh. Ooh, nice. That's a good one. Question number 11, how many pounds are in a ton? Thousand. Two thousand. Question uh, number 12. <laughs> actually, I think it's 2,200. That would be a heavy ton. A light ton but is 2,000, which is a typical ton. There's a thousand pounds. No, I don't know. <laughs> I googled it. I like this one. I, no, no, no. Okay, 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 okay. What I was trying to say is, yes. a kilo is two point two pounds. So therefore, when a thousand, two thousand. Okay, I don't know. I was... Question number I twelve. Yeah. <laughs> I still think I'm right. I refuse. Question number. I don't know the answer except for what Google gave me. So you could be, to be honest. Question number twelve. Who is the most influential person in sneakers right now? Warren Lote. <laughs> This has been episode 144 of True Decide. The best. <laughs> you didn't say good. I guess you did. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. Inf- 
Are you really going with Warren Lotus? No, I meant okay. in a bad way, but oh, okay. <laughs> like a like a bad influence. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll take know? that as an that's an True. acceptable. That is, that is yeah. acceptable. Right? Usually, people think it's a positive question, but hey, we'll take pigeons might have went up. That's true. They might steal from that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Question. <laughs> I just hate to hear his name. That's probably. Anyway. I, I didn't finish it. I. That's. You didn't DM. have to. Yeah. <laughs> Even Warren. We can never have a guest named Warren yeah. on the show. Oh. Question number thirteen: Original boxes or drop fronts? Uh, drop fronts. Question For number... storage sake. Okay. Mm-hmm. Question number fourteen: Is cement a print? Yes. That's correct. Wow, we got a lot of smart guests at least recently. Uh-huh. Question number 15. <laughs> what do you get when you cross a dinosaur and a pig? A dino pig. Jurassic pork. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've heard that one before. I just, uh... Do you hear these, these, these dads over here? Cannot handle the, the daddest joke ever, and they're literally losing that's their so mind. Good, that's, that's a good one. Jurassic pork. Question number 16. Favorite Jordan model above the AJ14? 18? Uh, nice. Question number 17. What else do you co- collect? Uh, baby shoes? Yeah, I was going to say that. Exactly. That counts. Yeah. Still shoes? But yes. You know. No, absolutely. Question number 18. How many provinces are there in Canada? <coughs> 15. 10. 10 provinces and three territories. Question I was no- going to say, oh, what? you weren't going to say oh, that. No. Question, <laughs> question number 19 is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Question number 20 what is your number one grail? I don't know. I, uh, I, maybe, maybe some, some original toddler Chicago ones. Really? Oh, I don't have them. Are you talking shit. about what I got? Or? And, no, what, like, what I'd is like something? To, I'd yeah. like to get a pair of those. Toddler OG Jeez. 1985. OG. What size? Uh, I mean, the smaller the better. Yeah, I like you know that three C is always good to look at because it's yeah. so tiny and easy to store. Yeah, but mm, that's uh, true. anything smaller than like a nine C usually looks pretty good. Yeah, usually when it gets up to nine and ten, it's like very it looks long. Like, yeah, 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 it's kind of yeah, weird. Yeah. Uh, question number twenty one: Would you rather receive your number one Grail or three other pairs from your top ten? Number one. Number one. Number uno. So. He failed, but anyways. What, <laughs> what, was, the what was the average? I was the average is like negative one. <laughs> you got negative wow. eight. <laughs> what was passing? There is no passing. <laughs> Lord That's doesn't let trick. anybody pass. Well. There's no. Unfortunately, there's no passing. But you did pretty good. All right. I enjoyed it. You I just liked didn't pretty pass. Good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> um, so it's kind of fun when we have a reseller on the show. Do you mm. mind being called a reseller? What do you prefer? I don't want to derogatory term for uh, a, hustler. A, hustler. a hustler we got a hustler on the show so as such it's fun to play this kind of game with them we have a new game i'm sure you've heard of jaron it's called how much is that and basically how it works is you need to tell me between the two or more shoes i'm about to give you which one is more expensive as per the last sold price on StockX in a size Please. nine are you ready? I think so. False. That's again. You yes, I'm ready. Had the question Let's play. No, skip this. Skip this one. Skip this. Skip this. I don't want to play this. I'm not ready. <laughs> All right. So the first one, uh, you're a skater boy. Mm. Don't say see you later, boy. The first one, <laughs> Nike Dunk Low SB Heineken versus the Nike Dunk High SB Dunkel. Oh. So. 
obviously we know that SBs have gone up like crazy recently. Mm-hmm. Um, dead stock pairs in SBs have just shot through the roof. Yep. Like it's insane how much some of these pairs go for. Um, well deserved for some, kind of surprising mm. for others. But uh, we want to know, Jaren, how much is that? What do you think, Heine? Heineken. Heineken is more expensive. You think Heineken is more expensive oh, based oh, on oh. everybody liking Dunk Lows? I'm a Dunk Ho guy. I'm a, I'm a Dunk High guy. You're dunk, a Dunk Ho. Dunk Ho guy. <laughs> the I'm Dunk Ho. You a Dunk Ho? That, that would be a good Instagram name. Yeah, Dunk Ho. The, the Dunk yeah. Ho. <laughs> Da dunk ho. I wonder if we can get away with calling this episode <laughs> the dunk ho. Da I dunk. don't know. If, like, I don't know if iTunes would allow that. <laughs> we'll think about it. Uh, Final answer, Heineken. So as we do, we go with the one he did not choose first, and that is the Nike Dunk High SB Dunkle by Fu- Futura. Beautiful Futura. shoe. I wish I had that shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, the last sold price in a size nine on stock X is. Fifty six hundred and seventeen dollars. Oh my gosh! Pretty Holy crazy, shit. if you ask me. Are you still confident? I think I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate. I'm for just you. thinking of what I could have paid for a dunkle like two years ago. Oh, oh yeah, no. And I yeah. was like, ah, yeah. maybe I'll get two G's in a year. Yeah, no, yeah. no, could have been five. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. no big deal. Whatever. <laughs> Nope. What is it? Crazy. Patience is a virtue, right? So Patience. Tito, <laughs> come on. <laughs> the last sold price of a size nine Nike Dunk Low SB Heineken on Ooh. stock X is Thank you. Fifty two hundred and eighty seven dollars. So I fucked up. Four, you fucked up. Four hundred dollars. Soft. That's could, could that's it? a that's a fake bid. They're actually sold prices. Oh, <laughs> well, I didn't go through. They sent it back. I made sure actually. Yeah, I the checked PayPal didn't the date. work. Yeah, it was it missing the lace bag. They sent it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The box had a dent in it. Yeah, yeah. one of those. <laughs> All right. You lost that one, but. <laughs> All right. The next one is a fun one. We've never done anything like this before on the history, the short history of how much is that on True to Size. Here we go. The first one I want to know Nike Dunk Low SB. Paris, mm. size nine, dead stock on stock X, versus all three pairs of the Nike Dunk Supreme High, Croc skin, and Lowe's cement. Oof. Six pairs total. <laughs> all three Croc skin highs. So we're talking red, UNC, and orange, and all three cement Lowe's. Supreme, which would be black, black white, and, and red. red. Last sole size nine. For this one, it wasn't a lot of nines, but it's within a half size, so an eight and a half or a nine and a half. I'll make that the, uh, Big the little disclaimer. Big There's maybe if it was a half size down, then it's more <laughs> on average size nine, we'll say. And there was a semi recent sale of a Paris on stock X in a size nine. So this is a Tong bought that. Yeah, Tong. I feel like Tong I saw bought. it and it was lower or than I thought. Tong sold it maybe. But <laughs> I think I'm going to say Paris. You're saying Paris. I think so. Over six pairs. I've just seen what some have gone for. And yeah. I don't, I, again, I think I saw the last one. I think I was surprised at how low it was, but I don't know when you got these Yesterday. stats. Okay. That's more recent than I looked. So <laughs> I'll go with Paris. All right. This is an intense time. Six Pairs. Wait, what are we playing for? <laughs> Literally nothing. Do I get? Oh, get <laughs> if a hug. you lose, you, you, the you leave is... the Dior's here, <laughs> <laughs> and you've already lost. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as we do, we start with the pairs. 
that you did not choose. And there's a lot of them to list off here. So get your calculators ready. Just kidding. I added them up for you. First, we'll do the highs. Red, blue, and orange in that order. 4,890 for red. 5,287 for blue. Jeez. 5,285 for orange. Jeez. Around 15. Lows. 3,417 for red. It's the newest one. 5,749 for white. Mm. This one surprised me. The black, which I thought was the most popular. 2,379. Puts oh, us at... Buy that? <laughs> yeah. Like 25, you, 26, you sure, something you sure like could. that? We're at $27,007. Jeez. $27,007. For all six. For all six. For the low, low price. Canadian dollars, too. Whew. That's even less in USD. The last sold price of a Nike Dunk Low SB Paris size 9 on StockX was $29,074. So I didn't lose. We you tied. broke even. We. Yeah. It's not a so game. you're keeping There's... the Dior's, bro. You're keeping them for now. <laughs> <laughs> There's still, yeah. still time for you to lose something. <laughs> There's three questions. That's it. No, that's it. <laughs> you broke even. We did tie. We should probably do three so that there is a lo- definitive loser and winner. It would be more fun because we like losers a lot. But anyway, speaking of losers, Jaron. <laughs> right here. <laughs> I'm out here, bro. Brother. The hustler, Jaron. Not a reseller, a hustler. So before we get into everything Parlor 23, there's a lot to cover because you do a lot of stuff. You do a lot of stuff for us. That's just a side note. Thank you for all the stuff you've done yeah, for man. us. Yeah. Some Maybe beautiful time. stuff. Want to see some new stuff soon. Ooh, wait for the pandemic to end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get that serve money, boy. Yeah. <laughs> More so because we want to have a shoe haul, but yeah. Right. Um, so before we get into all that, we like to learn a little bit about our sneaker guests' pasts. And more specifically, to start with, what got you into sneakers in the first place? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I recently um, was also on another podcast. Uh, Bleep! <laughs> Shout out John Ratner, Sneaker Dads. The Titos Bleep! will get it. <laughs> Lawrence doesn't know yet. <laughs> no, so I won't bore people sort of with uh, my, my first sort of like shoe experience, which was like getting, you know, like a light up shoe and that sort of stuff or hoping to and not getting it, I should say. But uh, the first sort of sneaker that I was into I can recall distinctly, uh, again, skateboarding from a, an early age. I think I started around nine years old or so. Um, go downtown and skate, all that sort of stuff. And I remember being probably about 12 or 13, no, probably 13 or 14. And, uh, I remember going to Foot Locker and I'd seen somebody skating downtown, uh, Wade Desarmo, actually. I don't know if you guys, Lawrence, no. Yeah, not a skater, but he's not a skater. Okay. Obviously. All right. All right. <laughs> One of the best. Shout outs to Wade. Good friend of mine. Well, you're sitting but, uh, in front of the best. So I remember like like idolizing him and just being like, man, that guy, like he's swaggy and, and seeing him downtown and he got pissed off and took off his shoes. He was on Nike at the time, like very pre early, like Nike SB sort of stuff. And he threw his shoes like just in the middle of the skate spot, left them there. And one of my buddies went up and grabbed it. Like, oh my God, like Wade shoes, this is crazy. And they, yeah. they were a pair of dunks. I don't remember the dunks. But I remember thinking, like, I love that silhouette. Like, that's not a pair. Air Forces, again, we didn't have YouTube. There was no social media. You really didn't yeah. know unless, like, you're really into shoes. And yeah. I was only 13, 14. I'm 31 now. So quite some time ago. And uh, I remember going to Foot Locker. And they, they had them. Not that exact model. But they had pairs of dunks there. I thought, man, this shoe looks sick. It's like a nice high cut. And it actually turned out to be, I think it's the pistachio. 
Oh, you remember those? They're like the the the, the like a navy like blue with, with a glow in the dark looking yeah, like green. Yeah, like a pistachio green. Like a, yeah, like yeah. a, like a green, green type of thing. Yeah. yeah. So I saw those and I was like, those are sick. Like just the way you could pop the tongue. Like there was no other shoe that I knew like that. That was like a thin shoe. That uh, and again like pre Nike SB. So it it was or during Nike SB, but not a Nike SB Dunk. And just it, it looked so nice and thin, and I could skate in that because typically I would skate like a vulcanized sole and not like a cup sole like a Dunk is. And uh, it was just something I found super comfortable. So went home, laced them up, went to go skate. And just everybody in Orton Park, you know, we were there skating in this little plaza that used to be there. And just all the, all my friends were just like, what the fuck is that shoe? Like you're skating Especially that Nikes? color too, like, yeah. That's crazy. And I kid you not, they asked me where I got it from. I was like, Foot Locker. <laughs> <laughs> the next they never day, let you come back. The next day, three of my homies had the same shoe on. The OG influencer right yeah. here. I'm not, you know... I'm not that guy by any means. <laughs> Hashtag ad over I here. Just, <laughs> no, on the block, I was, I was, I was that skater. We were, we were you know, doing our thing back then. So it was, nice. it was something that definitely, that was my first introduction to sort of like a skate shoot that I, I fell in love with. And, and ever since then, just been into the dunks for sure. I love pistachios. I'm still looking for our halfway decent. Those have gone up like crazy. I saw a homie too. last week post my size and he wouldn't sell them to me. But I, uh, <sighs> you know, I play with my, my ballpark of what I can spend on yeah, shoes. No, and for sure. I don't bite unless it's right. And, uh, sometime soon yeah those are such a good shoe i love those i'd buy those and wear those today i said i haven't bought a lot of stuff recently but something like that definitely i'm on the hunt for especially for you yeah 100 percent with that kind of memory i haven't had a pair of that come through so yeah Yeah. that's one of those shoes that you you don't see at all 10 and a half 11 please (laughs) anyone listening yeah 10 and a half 11 pistachio dunk high um crazy shoe so aside from the obvious and owning a sneaker shop What's kind of keeping you into sneakers? Because we talk about it all the time on the podcast, how difficult it is being a sneakerhead in 2020 with prices, with hype, with competition, if you're into to reselling and making money off of shoes. What's keeping you into it? Like It, it can be tough at times, but what's really keeping you involved and why are you still doing this now You're uh, several years after the pistachio incident. Mm-hmm. I mean, ever since then, I've kind of been into shoes and, and everything from like, you know, the, the resale value of them. And I would never kind of clarify myself as like a reseller, even like prior or with me having the shop and that sort of thing. It was never within my sort of repertoire to like go buy something to, to flip. I mean, like a lot of other stuff, actually like clothing and stuff like that. I, I would buy doubles of doubles of Supreme hats, that sort of stuff, yeah. just because it would pay for my own thing that I was wearing at the time. But shoes, I bought everything that I could afford to, and I would sort of enjoy them. And then from there, a lot of that stuff appreciated in value. So from there, I'd sort of flip it. But uh, yeah, uh, I mean, currently, s- sort of, I mean, the, the the kids thing came to me within the last three years, I'd say, of knowing that I was going to have a kid. And I'd always sort of bought a shoe here and there that I knew I would, you know, save for the time that I had a son or a daughter. And uh, since then, you know, the community of, of adult sneakerheads, let's just say, tend to have old stuff kicking that their son or daughter never wore or that they thought they were going to, you know, have kids sooner. And so they just want the money for it. And like, I'm, I'm generous with my offers typically if I know what it's worth. And so, you know, I, I like to put money in people's pockets if, if they got some things that I'm into. And from there, that, that kind of revitalized sort of, you know, there's, there's so many different age groups now that are out there hustling shoes. And it's crazy to see, like you can give a, a pair of shoes to a kid at sneaker con and it's worth a hundred bucks and watch him, you know, get to a G mm-hmm. by the end of the day. I've seen it on YouTube and stuff like that. And that's very inspiring for me to just like, you know, pass that hustle mentality down. And, and you know, you, you don't necessarily got to 
you know, work a job or go to school to sort of, you know, earn money. Like obviously knowledge is wealth and, and learning all sort of aspects of business and, you know, communication and friendships and that sort of stuff is super important in any business you get into. But ultimately just like having that, that drive to sort of make a dollar off one, you know, is, is mm-hmm. something that, that's always kept me inspired too, to, to sort of do that for myself. And I think that ultimately is why I'm still in the business. It's just, you know, I, I try to source and I try to get older stuff for the shop. I don't typically go out and like, I'm not a guy that's got somebody with a bot that'll go get, yeah. you know, yeah. 10, uh, alternate Bel Airs and, and, and try to, to flip them for 20 bucks above retail so nobody else can get them from the store when they drop. Mm-hmm. I've never, honestly, I've lined up once in my life for a pair of shoes because I was driving by and I saw a line and I got out and <laughs> two guys ahead of me got the last pair. Which shoe was it? Tell the people. <laughs> it was a shoe. It wasn't even a shoe. It was a boot. <laughs> oh. It was a Yeezy boot. Oh. And I was driving by Haven. When they were on Queen Street, and uh, I was like, "Shit, a line!" And I just, just went on Instagram. Jumped in, yeah. It's a boot, and like I just got in line, and I waited twenty minutes, and I was like, "Fucking wasted twenty minutes of my life online, <laughs> never again." <laughs> and that was sort of I'll the last tell you, time. There's I'm, a lot of people in the world who are pissed at you. Well, <laughs> I, I, the only I line being I don't twenty mean minutes to offend yeah. anybody. No, 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 I no, really no. don't. I just, like, and it's not like I'm this rich kid who's like, I'll no, just no, buy no, resell no. by any means. That's that's mm-hmm. not what I do. Um, it's just I've never really. I've never, I've never camped for anything. And I know there's a whole culture behind that. And I respect that to the max. I really do. But because of currently what's been going on and, and all the crazy stuff that comes with a lineup, especially these days, I kind of just, you know, refrain myself from, from in, involving in that. And I'd rather pay an extra hundred bucks. I mean, back in the day, I'm talking because now so much stuff comes through that I have availability to for sort of ballpark what I'll spend for things. But, but back then it was more just like, oh, I'll pay an extra 50, hundred bucks and get it. So I don't have to deal with, you know, camping up 12 hours to make 50, hundred bucks, whatever it is. But I mean, again, there's, there's kids that do that with their family and they, they make decent income. And, uh, yeah. you know, I'm all about a dollar. So never knocking the hustle, but absolutely. Yeah. So you've mentioned several times now since we started, and we have to get it out of the way because I feel like, first of all, when you say you're into kids' shoes, people need to make sure you know what you mean when you say that. Second of all, I don't think they know the extent to which we're talking. Um, you're into kids' like toddler-sized shoes. So please, as well as you can without an actual visual, and if you want to see a visual, please hit up his Instagram at parlor23 to see what we're talking about. But give the people the the actual, like, visualization of what we're talking about when you say yeah i really like toddler shoes collecting toddler shoes like let them know uh i mean it was it was something again that i i you know i'd see a pair here or there and they look so cute even like little baby vans you know errors or authentics or half calves or something like that and i'd buy them they'd be you know 30 bucks at the outlet something like that and then uh you know when, when i started getting rid of some of my stuff just to make room uh i mean my i used to have like a whole basement that was my shoes and then you know i live in a smaller spot now and so i actually just have you know like the the drop front containers and i got maybe 35 pairs there and then like a duffel bag at the shop of the stuff that i wear and uh when when i started downsizing i just i still wanted the shoes and i know that typically when you source a lot of like men's stuff in the older era of things they're unwearable Whereas the kids stuff, you know, for the most part, like the toddler sizes and that, they're still wearable. Because it's I different. I mean, the, the yeah. kids wear them for a couple of days. The glue doesn't dry out as much. A lot of times it's a different or slightly different material. Mm-hmm. So from there, I, I sort of started thinking like, ah, it's not going to be an investment, but I'm going to buy a bunch of shoes for my kid to sort of get, you know, that that retail therapy out of me not paying for yeah. my own shoes. Yeah. And uh with that, I kind of opened my eyes and I started just getting sort of simple stuff, you know, like the newer releases, like the, the little Chicago booties and stuff like that. And then... um I started looking and like buying collections, kind of like how I do men's stuff. And it was like, oh, like this guy's got 30 pairs of OG shit. <laughs> and, uh, 
you know, we only carry brand new stuff at the shop. It just keeps down with the clutter. And uh, I, I do the same for the, the, the kids stuff. It's just I, I only source stuff that's got boxes 99% of the time. Um, because, again, you can just go crazy with this and you, you'll get too yeah, much Yeah, once shit. you get too far – like, yeah, I know it's just then you yeah. got a whole bunch of stuff at the end of the day. Exactly. Like, why did I buy this? Versus if I, I figure if I buy it with the box and it's brand new, and if I can get doubles, then my son can wear a pair. And if I get triples, then I can sell the third pair. So that's more or less my formula for how I source things. Mm. And uh, for a lot of the older stuff, like it, it, it started from, let's just say, like one big buyout of like maybe like 30 pairs of OG stuff from, you know, uh, the late 80s to, to late nineties, I suppose. And, uh, that was this dude in Germany that again, I'd never dealt with. And I was literally PayPaling him like euros and just trusting <laughs> it. We had one mutual person who'd done a deal with him before for like one pair of shoes, but, uh, we Skyped and everything. And it was like, <laughs> like over a deal. Cause again, with the, you know, the time difference, it's, it's hard to strike a deal that he thinks you're not interested. I'm like, no, no, no. Like I need those baby hemp's. Like if they don't come, oh, I'm not taking a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause that's kind of what got me into it. Um, into that, that deal, let's say. And so when I got that bit, I was like, shit, well, this isn't enough. Like, this isn't enough to actually like, not to say impress somebody, but it's not enough for me as a collector to be like, oh, I got everything I need. Yeah. So it kind of started with, uh, let's just say SBs or dunk lows and, uh, yeah, getting kind of the basics. A lot, a lot of them though are unattainable now. It's like, you know, you see like the, the Tiffany lows and stuff like that. And like the pink hemp's like, I'm still on the look for those two. Anybody wants to hook me up, even a worn pair, like those, those sort of things that might take, I, I wouldn't broadcast. Was Tiffany. As- family and friends or something like, something it like that yeah 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 and like i i mean like I, i'll pay for them but some of the prices are stupid and, and even the people that are selling them like they're only priced them that high because they really don't want to sell they're them. not actually they're not actually it. gonna yeah. let them go for that price and they yeah. should be 5k under what they're listing them at you know <laughs> but uh yeah they, it just you know the hunt just kept going and then it's like oh old air forces and then it's like oh the little jewel joints okay i need every color and it's like <laughs> i still don't have every color there's so many but you know it, they're so easy to collect like i can fit 200 pairs in a cabinet like yeah. a tiny little glass True. cabinet yeah, yeah. and uh i keep half at the shop and i keep half at home so it kind of keeps me at the night i'm brushing my teeth i walk around the house i'm like okay <laughs> all right you know, i forgot about shoes. this guy yeah, yeah they're everywhere versus like you got your drop fronts and like, you've yeah. worn your shit and they're all dirty i can pick them up i can look at them i can smell them you can do whatever you want you know and it's like I don't know, something, again, easy. You talk about collectible things, and it, it, it almost doesn't feel like I'm collecting shoes because they're not practical to yeah. enjoy and wear. But I still get that sort of like, I got that OG ray gun. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, that's, that's more or less where, where the love for collecting baby shoes comes from, I guess. If, uh, if yeah. you know the number, do you know how many pairs you have approximately now of these toddler baby shoes been collecting for a couple of years? Like, uh, excluding doubles, probably around 200 maybe. Jeez. Dead stock. That's uh, crazy, bro. So yeah, when That's we were dope. saying that Jaron collects toddler shoes, we he weren't collects. saying. Yeah, he's he's got more toddler shoes than most people have shoes. shoes. Yeah, and he's <laughs> obviously cannot wear them. <laughs> what are some of your favorites in that collection? Because that's like. When we talk about people who just love sneakers, that's how you can tell someone who just really fucking loves sneakers. We've yeah. had people on the Straight podcast up. who were like, yeah, I get joy of seeing other people buy a shoe and they post it on Instagram. Like that's someone who just really likes sneakers and wants to immerse themselves in it. Jaron buys baby shoes that his kid could potentially wear. I 
if he's a nice dad, maybe he'll let his kid wear it. <laughs> doubles. He if he's got doubles, doubles, if he's got yeah. the doubles, then the kid can wear, and his kid can wear it. Um, but he just wants to collect something, and he doesn't matter if he can wear it. He can enjoy something. He can enjoy a piece of history. He can enjoy a piece of footwear. Um, what are some of your favorites that you have? If it, if you can even pick some, because if you have got several hundred, then it must no, be kind of difficult. Sure. Like I, I'm a, I'm a dunk guy, so I mean from dunks, you could say again. Like I got a bunch of just uh, regular Nike dunks, but obviously the only two SB or I got, I got a bunch of the newer ones like the Metacoms and the, the Ray Gun twos and all that sort of stuff. Um, but definitely like the OG Ray Guns, the OG Blue Hemp's. Those two are are I'd say my dunk like sort of you know something yeah. to boast about. Let's say, uh, of course with OG boxes and that. Uh, Air Forces, any of the jewel stuff I like. I get some other stuff like some, like straps and stuff like that, but, but definitely the jewel stuff. OG Jordans, um, again, those O3 metallics. That's mm-hmm. why I got those. Uh, my son That's actually sick. wore those and I didn't have doubles and I'm fucking kicking myself now <laughs> because I'm not kidding. Like the bottom, like the stars, everything's there, but the patent leather just peeled like immediately, right? Like it's just oh, literally man. like a band aid peeled off halfway. Damn. And it's, it's something, you know, that that's, I would never sell them. Anyways. Yo, you'll remember it forever for yeah. that reason. And that was the yeah. first like hype sneaker. I'd say I put on his feet because prior to, they're like a three or something. He's in booties. So yeah. he can't even like barely walk, but yeah. he can fuck up the patent leather. Oh yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, for, for Jordans, I'd say that or anything. I, I really like the boxes too. As crazy yeah, as that sounds. Cause a lot part. of the new boxes are just regular cardboard boxes, but like the OG tin cans and stuff like that, that they come in. Uh, art. Yeah. It's re- it's really cool stuff looking at that. And like, even like the tissue paper, it sounds, I sound super nerdy. No that's, man. That's Damn. when the lights are off what I'm doing. Anyway, you know? <laughs> that's after Maybe, dark, baby. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't put it that way. But yeah. <laughs> no, if you've ever opened a pair of shoes with the paper from the 1993 or 95, you smell the 90s in and that box. It's like, I'm not kidding. Some of them, like the, the box was never open. That's, geez. I really like, I feel like the guy opened the box, tore the paper back just enough to take a photo for. And then closed it. Like, never even took the shoes out. Yeah. Wow. And that's enough for me to buy them. Like, I'm just, please yeah. don't touch the shoes. Exactly. Yeah. Don't yeah, ever so. touch it again. Joel, don't you have a couple cool? Do you have the baby hemp too? I have the hemp, yeah. The baby yeah. hemp. And you have the panda dunk as well, the I panda think. Ones yeah. Too. yeah. Yeah. I got those guys. Yeah. The regular Nike, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah, are tight. I have, those. I have, uh, this is the least good way. That's a bad sentence. The least good way to impress Jaren. I have a bunch of single left feet. <laughs> of baby shoes because they're when, I, when I they're all dead stock. Luton, when like... I used to work at Foot Locker, people would steal the display. I guess they would be right feet. People would steal the display shoe, which was mm-hmm. the left foot of a ton of baby shoes. Yeah. So we would sell like to the staff members, like not to the public. We would I would buy the the right feet of all the baby shoes for like two bucks. They'd sell them. So I have yeah, like a, just to get it out of the system, yeah, right? For yeah, inventory yeah. purposes, but you have to get it out somehow. So I would buy them right, for like right. two, three, four, five dollars. So I have a ton of just That's like crazy. right feet, yeah. like Oreo sixes, bread elevens, like some random shit. Yeah, there you go. That's Very how cool. I don't impress Jaren. <laughs> I, why? Why would they like? I, okay, when I, I worked in the mall too, and uh, I thought it was like. Every store had only the left foot out on display to yeah, prevent they do. that yeah. from somebody stealing the right feet or whatever, you know, from another store. I would think that it's either A, we'll, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt and maybe they were bought, taking one from Full Locker, taking the left foot. You go to Champs. That, that's what I'm talking about. You go to about. Champs and you say, oh, can I try on this right, for my kid? Right, and then you right. take the right foot and right, hopefully they don't right, notice. Right. Or they're just the second one where they're not that smart. They just take the left foot hoping to find the right foot somewhere. And then when they realize Champs and all these other sports or all these other spots only have the left foot as well. Then they're stuck with a left foot that they probably throw in the garbage. Trying to build clocks. 
Or that. Ooh, I almost did that at one point. Yeah, you, know, you just take all the left feet from all the Some releases. Dash ornaments? I, yeah, almost, straight up. I almost did the clock at one point, and I was like, where am I putting this massive clock if I do this? <laughs> this, is not, this is not really that practical. Could have done a toddler clock. I, that's what I have. Oh, I have what? the toddler it's shoes. Big. Yeah, it's big enough. It's big enough. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's get into the shop now. So as we mentioned, Jaron is the owner of his own small business in Toronto. Please patronize them if you can or at least take a look on instagram at parlor 23 mm-hmm. but uh tell us a story of why it's been only five years so you're still relatively new in the grander scheme of like sneakers in toronto why you decided you needed to start this business uh parlor 23 uh yeah i mean the entity of the building let's say comes from three separate businesses so traditionally it's been a tattoo barber shop uh one of the first in the city the first that i know of but i'm not going to make that claim of everybody else's shop but uh yeah, traditionally tattoo barbershop, 13 years there. Um big shout out to the guys at Red Nine, um as well our barber Justin. And uh yeah, we got six artists at the shop now, I think it is, and Jeez, uh, one barber. Cool. Everything is just by appointments only. And so we've always been that sort of low-key shop. And so when I was sort of contemplating doing a retail store and whatnot, you know, it was just sort of what do I want to be? Do I want to be downtown and be super busy? I, I do a lot of other things. I do manufacturing for a bunch of other homies clothing brands and stuff like that. Um Again, full-time dad. So it's kind of just like, you know, what can I get into that still gives me time to not sort of being like, hi, 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 to everybody walking in the store. And, you know, when people come in and whatnot, it's more of a destination spot. We can sort of focus in on their experience there and, and sort of give them, you know, that head to toe, whether it be in a tattoo or you're getting a haircut or you're getting shoes, mm. um, that, that sort of experience and just embracing that culture, which for the most part is, you know, most of people that are in yeah. our, our demographic or together. within our wrenches, they got a tattoo or a fresh haircut or a fresh pair of shoes. So yeah. it kind of just made sense. And uh, the owner, Jesse Shearman, I was a client of his um, from getting tattooed by him for, I'd say, about 10 years before starting the business. And uh, he's always wanted to do something with me. So he kind of just said, you know, we got lots of space here. We got two floors. We got a basement, like anything you need to do. We got screen printing when I first started there in the basement. We got heat presses, all that sort Damn. of stuff for making clothing. And uh, it was a no-brainer, really. I was just... uh Working at a retail shop before that, and uh, we actually did consignment there. So that was sort of my first introduction to yeah. you know uh, the buy and sell sort of trade with the community and and meeting a lot of people through that experience. Definitely sort of already built me like a client base, and uh, we got just uh, we kind of shut down the program. It was just a lot of other stuff going on, and uh, it just wasn't really for us at that point. And and I kind of thought you know like that's kind of why I was here. And the shop's still doing great, and everybody there is my brother, and and it's just uh, something that I needed to do to step away to sort of follow my my personal dream. And uh, are we gonna shout the shop, or are we not doing the shop? No, we can leave it out. It's okay. Okay. It's all, yeah, yeah. Good, good <laughs> homies it. of mine, but no, it's good just, homies you know, at a shop in Toronto. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. So yeah. Anyways, we um, yeah, I, I kind of just like stepped away from that. And originally, actually, I was I was still working there. And, uh, I was working seven days a week. So my shop's open five days a week, Tuesday to Saturday. And then I was there Sunday, Monday and just sort of overseeing like buying and things like that. And then again, it just, it just got so other people could do my job. And I'm like, okay, you guys don't need me. Like you guys are doing what you're doing. You're doing great. You know, again, the shop's been around for 10 plus years, that store. So it's, it's, it's definitely, you know, a staple in the city. And, uh, yeah, then then got the opportunity to do it there. And when I started, it was uh, – it's not embarrassing because everybody kind of grows from what they start at, whether it be, you know, you come from money and open some, something big and make adjustments later. But, you know, I, I had three cabinets. That was it. Three cabinets with 
probably about couple dozen 75, yeah. probably about 75 or a hundred pairs. I started again, I, I knew the community at the time. We focused a lot on consignment. I didn't have much money. So I was kind of just like, ah, oh, come on, you guys got to throw your collections in. And they did. And I moved a lot of shit. And, uh, I mean, we were reflecting a little bit before we started the podcast tonight on, on some of those units. And it's like, we dropped a T back then too, which I think I might drop actually for our fifth anniversary, which is Jeez. January 2nd. But on the T, that's a strange did, day to open a store. It's the day after New Year's Day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why would I open on New Year's Day? That's that's true too. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> like depending. <laughs> and I also I went on Why a vacation you open a the week day after. after. <laughs> yeah, we were closed. We were open for a week, and then I went on vacation for a week and closed the store. It's chaotic. That's kind of how easygoing we are. Yeah. Part of it. Eh, we'll go on a trip here. If nobody can come in to watch the store, we'll just oh, close well. up. So we yeah. only got three cabinets. It's cool. <laughs> and. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. So the, the menu T-shirt, it was kind of like a rendition of. Uh, we do a lot of stuff, sort of uh, embracing like like the get money motto, and that's you know comes down to like the get money cat and that sort of stuff. And 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 our culture and our our people just sort of flock to that design. So with that, we've done different renditions. And uh, on the back of that T-shirt in particular, we had sort of all the shoes that we sold the first year with the prices beside them. Oh, oh, nice. And I still have like a pair too, and it was like a Chinese food menu, so it like it looked yeah. really cool. We had the pandas with the dunks nice. in their hands and stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> man, it was like you know Red Lobsters two twenty five. We had a size oh, run. Wow. It was Mama Bears. I think they were like three fifty. We had a size run. Um, what the dunks? I sold for fifteen hundred. Freddy oh, Krueger samples, like real samples, uh, twenty five hundred. Was that the was, nine that was floating in Toronto for a while? I don't know where it floated because I don't want to talk about it, but. Uh, I actually middleman that. They didn't even come to the shop. Uh. So yeah, crazy story real quick. That, that shoe, uh, my buddy linked me. He's like, you want to buy this shoe? It's, uh, again, shout out to Johnny Tang from China. He got that shoe from, uh, Premier and they went and they saw the shoes in the back room. And I don't want to say he stole it, but I think he kind of <laughs> took it. Because they were supposed to be disposed of. Yeah. And, They're not uh, supposed to exist. Yeah. yeah he, he gave it to big shout out Ricky Tang, his younger brother, good friend of mine also. <laughs> he gave it to Ricky and he said, you either pay for school or I think I think it was you you got to pay for school with this with this shoe. And Ricky said, okay. And then he linked me and he's like, yo, I want to buy a dog, man. Can you take this shoe? <laughs> buy a dog. And I was like, uh, I don't really want to drop two grand on a shoe, but uh, I know a guy who will buy it for 2500 Can you go meet him and give me five bills? And he's like, okay. And uh, yeah, I made 500 bucks. I didn't touch the shoe and uh, I never want to talk about it again. So <laughs> I was offered a size nine from a shop in Toronto at one point. They DM'd me because they knew I was into dunks and they're like, do you want to buy the size nine for much, around that price? I think it was around that price. And I was like, oh, I can't like that. About that time. I'm was glad a it wasn't lot of... that. I mean, I wish it was. No. <laughs> you bought it, so I'd probably buy of it course. Back yeah. For... 10 times yeah but, I was gonna say, but yeah the, at that time like 2500 bucks or whatever for a pair of shoes is like mm. steep again like when i was I, w- I was selling what the dunks for 1500 and laughing yeah i was like oh, you know i paid a thousand for them like yeah there's yeah. another one around the corner and it was like that back in the day for all that you know even the older stuff like nobody cared you get it below retail a lot of stuff yeah mm-hmm. man so that's you know just back to that t-shirt that you know hopefully we'll do something to commemorate that little idea there Crazy. and redrop nice. it but I'm trying to think of which store DM me. I can't. Remember. I think I know because that person actually middleman the deal and didn't make a dollar off it. But we'll talk after. Yeah. I don't want to drop names. That's why. If I'm, yeah. yeah, we'll talk after. Yeah, yeah. It was a person that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so you just mentioned a lot of cool shit. But what's gonna been your favorite shoe you've seen come through the shop? You've sold a lot of cool shit. You brought a couple of cool pairs for us to look at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's been your favorite thing that's kind of come through that you've just like every time um, you're like, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, when when we opened, uh, I got a lot of stuff and a bunch of samples of things. And it's funny because I still have the shoe at the store for sale. <laughs> Nobody's bought it. 
Uh, it's uh, black maize is the color way, which is that Wu Tang yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't want to call it a Wu Tang Air Force. Oh yes, it's, it's a look see sample on the site. Yeah. of the black maize uh, Air Force, and th- that to me is just something that I. I I, I thought it was the only one in existence and somebody proved me wrong and they, they showed me one online and I was like, okay, that's cool. But I haven't seen anything other than the pair I have and, and that one. the one that's for sale. I mean, it's 800 bucks. It's not a cheap air force, but you know, you look at like stash air forces and certain things like that. Mm. They go for a ton more. So it's, yeah. that to me is just something cool that everybody seems to be sleeping on. Mm. But I, uh, you know, I've never seen it since other than that one time online. So anybody listening, Air Force guys, yeah, it's a good, pretty good deal back. on a. They're coming back. I they are coming back. Yeah. If you want to be yeah. the cool cat before be the cool cats come to town, I feel like that's the Freddy Krueger sample all over again. <laughs> and I'm like, should I just keep this for 800 bucks and then add a couple zeros in a couple years? But if it, yeah. uh, if yeah. if there ever is a Wu Tang Air Force, then yes, that yeah. would be the one yeah. that you need to hold on to. That would be the one. Um, so aside from all the shoes that we could do all day, I feel like the thing that I'm more impressed with, not more, I'm equally, if not differently impressed with is the merch. Cause you've been doing merch for, I'm going to about as long as you've been open, correct? Mm-hmm. Like pretty much the same amount of time. Yeah. Um, and that stuff is like, first of all, dope as fuck. Um, and flies like it's got the the culture following that you need to be able to sell merch in 2020. Like you can't just put a t-shirt on a Shopify and expect to sell it. You need to have people behind you and pushing so give us like the story of like why you started the merch in the first place and like like yeah just like tell us about the merch because i i love it i love everything about it and like just give us the whole rundown yeah i mean the, the merch for me again coming from like a like a skate background you know you you definitely gravitate towards skate shops and core skate shops you want to support those independent people when you're growing up skating and stuff like that and i mean more so you know in, in the history of skating when there was very select shops around and so that sort of mentality sort of transferred over to like, I'd always want to wear a perception shirt, which was the skate shop that I grew up just like idolizing the employees and the owners and the skaters that, that were on the team and such. So uh, when I opened up the shop, every store has got Jordans and some people got fatter pockets than others. So you can have crazy inventory and you can have stuff to look at and you can price it super high or super low and sell a ton or sell none. But I didn't really want to have that. Like I wanted to have the shoes to bring the community that I'm a part of into the store. But sort of making the rest of the stuff that they wear was where I felt like I could sort of, you know, uh, seed my product in. And that's part of the reason why I don't carry clothing. Like we don't do like Supreme or any accessories or anything like that because personally I like making shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we do a ton of made in Canada stuff, um, with, with local manufacturers. You know, I got turnkey access to an embroidery house where I work with my boy Rob and he absolutely kills it, does embroidery for tons of big brands, yep. tons of little brands. So, just getting creative on that aspect of the business was something that always intrigued me. And then seeing sort of people's interest in it and, and really supporting the shop. And at first it was kind of like, like what you said, like, Oh yeah, you're going to go sell a shirt on Shopify and shit like that. It was like, okay, yeah, thanks. These people are buying my shirts. That's great. I sold out and they asked for more. What's next. And then sort of having ideas and then feeding off like, you know, like my prior dog Kruger, who was like a, a mascot and like that sort of stuff and bringing that into play. And it's just like, yeah, everybody seems to like Dobermans. It's like, cool. We're not just like, faking it like he really was my best friend so mm-hmm. you know involving him in the merch and then doing things like uh like at the beginning i was working with my friend who's actually a jeweler and we, we made like little uh duncan jordan one you know inspired necklace pieces and keychains oh, and stuff and we did like little pink yeah. boxes and cement boxes that come with them and uh again like like we that's all made in canada down to you know us taking a 3d scan of a shoe dissecting it making it out of pewter getting it gold plated from another factory that's local in scarborough as well um 
to, you know, the, the pink box that we make is also like made at a factory in Toronto. So it's not like we're just outsourcing all this stuff to China. We mm. definitely make stuff overseas that logistically makes more sense. Or if, you know, manufacturing here doesn't, but for the most part, uh, I mean, most of the dressing up of the garments is definitely done here. And we do offer all the time made in Canada silhouettes of sweaters and t-shirts and that sort of stuff. So, you know, just keeping the, the community, whether it's me supporting my friends that do manufacturing to, you know, the consumer who wants to support that Canadian brand, we, we try to really make stuff that I'm, I'm happy with and I want to wear day in, day out and, you know, dress my family and friends in. So that's, I guess, where the, the inspiration behind the brand and the clothing and accessories comes from. That's. Very lovely. I love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, uh, what, this might be a hard question. What do you enjoy doing more, the shoes or the parlor merch? I like the merch. Yeah. I do it's like the you. merch. The merch when somebody yeah. leaves that store with that thing or I get an order from, you know, the Netherlands or something like that. I'm just like, what the fuck is that? Like, how, first <laughs> of all, crazy. did you, and usually I will email them. I'll be like, how yeah. the fuck did you find out about my stuff? Like, you know, or, or seen it. And I think I've heard you guys talking about that too, like going through the mall yeah, or something. That's I'm like when you know. Going yeah. up the escalator. And I'm like, they're going down the escalator. I'm like, what hey the you. hell? That's my <laughs> shirt. Or somebody will send me a clip and they're like, yo, I seen your air freshener. And then somebody will send me another clip and like, I saw two of your air fresheners on the same street. Yeah. I'll be driving with my girl, no joke. I'll be like, holy shit, there's an air freshener. I'm, you know, going around cars trying, trying to, to show get her. It. Yeah. And I'm like, and I don't even know the people. Yeah, you that's the I mean? best like, part. Like yeah. that to me is so satisfying. It's 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 not about the money. Like how much do I make off an air freshener? You know what I mean? It's more than like, he gives shit. them out for free. That's the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I sell very little of them. Yeah. <laughs> they wonder, smell great though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. You should great. buy them. By the yeah. way, yeah. put them in your garbage can. It makes your garbage smell pretty good. Oh, put them, good put them in your sneaker boxes. Trust me. Yeah, oh. you know, people are like, I don't have a car. I'm like, well, you probably have a garbage can. So yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. That that's that's sort of that, I guess. The parlor merch. Yeah. I like that. What's been the the hardest thing about owning a, a boutique of of your own? Like you mentioned to us earlier when we were eating dinner, there was a, a night a couple weeks ago where the alarm to the store went off like six times overnight. Yeah. And that's got to be a miserable experience, but I'm sure not even close to the toughest thing you've had to deal with. What's been like the hardest part about first of all being like your own boss, um, but also like. This is what f- put foods on puts food on the table. Like yeah. this is this is do or die. Like what's been the hardest part about being a shop owner? Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely the balance of like work life and and home life. You know, luckily, like uh, you know, my girl's the best, and and my son's super chill. So like, I can take him to work some days. I mean, it's, you don't get any work done, but he can he can be there, and I can still <laughs> take care of day to day sort of in the shop. Um, but ultimately, I, I think that yeah, like the somebody taking from you is is the scariest part of having a business mm-hmm. because i have insurance obviously we have security cameras we have the alarms we have the guards that come if the alarm ever dings that sort of thing but the uncertainty that anything can happen to your collection at any time and you're ultimately broadcasting it 24 7 on instagram yeah. people are looking through the window at it like that you know like we got street cred and stuff i've been around the block but it's just like i, I just i want people to know why i'm doing it and that's because i care i, I could do this from a storage unit yeah. And, and yeah. you can do it from your house and sell it exactly. all Exactly. You probably yeah. have a bigger following on Instagram because I can yeah. dedicate more time to that. Mm-hmm. And it's like really like our, our Instagram is, is low as far as like followers goes and all that comparatively to some other stores that I feel like, you know, we do engage with our customers more. But I think that definitely our engagement and, and sort of the feedback from our customers and like, you know, them supporting us, which is, you know, their dollars and their vote, like that goes a long way. And that, that speaks more to me than like, 
oh, you know, I have 50K followers. And it's like, well... It's monopoly money. You know, yeah. not, not how many units did you sell of your clothes. I'm not trying to, like, compare apples to apples, but it's just like, you know, like, I'm happy with where we're at as far Straight. as the support goes. And I'm never looking for more. And I'm never like, fuck, I got to close up shop next week. Yeah. If we don't sell more t-shirts, let's put them all on sale this week. It's like, no, I always want to have the majority of my styles in stock. So the guy that maybe is new to the shop can still get that, like, OG Money Cat tee or can still buy that Kruger embroidered t-shirt or something like that, you know? So keeping sort of... Relevant stuff from our past into new collections we're working on with the artists from the shop, doing graffiti pieces, like all that sort of stuff is is what keeps me happy with the business for sure. Jaron is a, a man of many, many hats. Yeah, straight up. We know that for Crazy. sure. I asked this question uh, to Nathan last week of Courtside Sneakers uh, to close out the episode as well because I think it's super interesting because me and Alvin have both worked in sneakers and now all three of us kind of work in sneakers in the sense that we make very, very little money from this, but um, we do it as somewhat as a, of a job. Like the podcast is a job. It's a dedication every week and it can kind of change how you see your perspective is on a lot of things, especially seeing it every day. Like you do has your perspective changed. Like, do you see sneakers differently now that it is like a job? Like you mentioned you work in sneaker retail, but now it's a whole different animal when it's like, this is my livelihood. Do you see it differently? Like, is it a commodity now when it's in your hand? Or you still get the chills of like, this is a sick shoe. Like, I do. And I've, 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 I've been very good. So, you know, I, I think if not now more than ever, I love sneakers more. Because oh. before it was always like, oh, I'm spending money on this shoe. And then you get it. And something about it might like make you mad later in life. Like you step in dog shit and you're like, fuck, <laughs> I love that shoe. And now it's garbage versus like, oh, okay, I got to do a buyout for this shit. Well, fuck, I might overpay for some of this stuff to get that one that I really want that he doesn't think the value is what the yeah. value might be to me sentimentally, whether it's for display sake or, or flipping it or whatever. But yeah, definitely the shop saved me in that aspect for sure. Mm -hmm. As far as like an interest in shoes, like it goes a long way. Like every time somebody hits me up, I'm not like, oh, what do you got? I got, you know, a thousand dollars to spend today. I'm like, what do you got? We're going to sort this shit out. I want it all. And I want to see them when they come in. I want to take them out of the box. Yeah. I want to display them. I want to shrink wrap them. Like I love displaying them like that and just sort of, you know, see, seeing it ultimately walk out of the store, whether it's being shipped or somebody coming in and put it on their foot or, or going to flip it. Like I try to work out the best prices possible for a lot of the stuff. And, uh, we got good feedback as far as pricing and that goes for sure. Mm -hmm. I feel. No, a hundred percent. Like, yeah, even on stuff that I've noticed that stuff may go up in other places, but Jaron, generally stays very true to the price he had initially prices it at. Like I've noticed, I've gone to the website and seen, oh, this is still available for the price he added at three weeks ago, even though the hype is kind of building. Like that's how you retain customers. You could make the extra 30 bucks, but someone coming back to get that consistent price is going to be happy knowing that it's still there for that price. Mm -hmm. Jaron, this was beautiful. This yeah, was bro. super fun. Yeah, I man, feel like I could do this for coming. another hour and a half. Because I had a great time. That, yeah, I that mean, was... I, I, you know, I wanted to say this at the beginning because it was like each one of you has told me like, and I could show you the messages. Yo, you got to come on the pod, man. And I always <laughs> say the same reply because I'm like, oh, I don't want to seem like that guy. But I always say, anytime. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Plays are cool. I'm just ghosted till, you know, like, uh, the next time they're like, yo, you should come on the pod. I'm like, yeah, anytime. And then, uh, yeah, here we are, you know, three invites from each person later. It, it's, it's, I'm, I'm three so times 10 is like 30 invites <laughs> yeah. each. Like, it might not be that many. It means you got to come back. I'm just joking because every, everybody here definitely has hit me up. And so it's all love. It's showing, you know, it's not just like, oh, I don't really like that guy. Yeah. Bring him on. We got yeah, nobody for sure. next week. So. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. We'll, no, we'll but it, it means a lot. And like I said, you know, I, I credit me not having road rage to guys like you that, that <laughs> let me bump the pot. If I listen to some music, I'm pissed off driving. You guys, I'm like, what did they just say? 
You know, I might look down for a sec to go back 15 seconds, but I'm, I'm, I'm always listening, so I appreciate it Once so much. Once he throws on some you, Billy Tal and he's like, rah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Jazz FM, man. I know better. There you I'm go. Right I'm getting on the DVP. I'm putting on Jazz FM. Jazz FM. Uh, Jaren, shout out that website and Instagram one quick time so yeah. that people know where to find you. Mm-hmm. Parlor23.com, P-A-R-L-O-R, the American way, the Canadian way. Instagram was taken. It still got three followers. I Instagrammed <laughs> them. I tried to pay them. They didn't reply. I gave up. Um, yeah, wow. and at Parlor23, P-A-R-L-O-R-2-3 on Instagram. Jeez. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jaren, once again. And thank you, everyone who has supported and or been a part of the podcast. Wherever you're taking in the episode, please leave a comment, review, follow, and or subscribe. We've got a Facebook group. Use as a forum, sell stuff, and connect with you guys called CGS Talk. Find it on Facebook.com slash groups slash CGS.talk. We've also got a website we use for reviews, recaps, stories, and much, 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 much more called Canada Got Sold. Ca. Of course, do not forget to use hashtag Canada Got Soul on Instagram for a feature. I've been Lawrence Hopkins. You can find me at L Doggy Styles on Instagram. Woof. I'm Joel Hernandez. You can find me at Joe Dooney, J O underscore D three O's N E Y. My name's Alvin Quincy, and you can find me at M I S T E R Q and then Mark. Jaron, one more time for the people. Parlor 23, P-A-R-L-O-R 2-3 on Instagram and Parlor23.com. Beautiful. He's been practicing that. That sounds he's so been, good, though, bro. He's been practicing Sounds like that. a freaking like, start of a rap. Third time into a mic. Two other best man experiences <laughs> and then this. So lots of practice. Jeez. Nice. Well, I will say that he has been our best man this week. Hey. And Ooh. thank you for listening to us talk about sneakers for 144 episodes. And please remember to rock your kicks. This has been True to Size. We have been CGS and Jaren at Parlor 23. And we are out. Peace. Also, if you're still listening, we've got a bonus episode dropping on Tuesday for your head top. Peace. Mm.